there's a lot going on with you know we're already in prediction season and oh, yeah and what could people do with their schedules uh well heck the nfl is too because we have the nfl network on right now in studio and then it never ends for them but mississippi state uh, i think people are getting way ahead of themselves um i think zach arnett has has made a lot of really good moves uh i think he did a great job keeping things together um when leach passed away and uh the players like him and all that and there's something he connects with them and, and there's something to that but yeah the bottom line is he's a first-year head coach with a first-year uh-huh. defensive coordinator and a first-year offensive coordinator at the power five level and uh-huh. just because he has eight home games two of those games are lsu and bama and so i think it offsets it a little bit but People are just talking about eight, nine, ten wins like I could go down the street and get a cheeseburger and a beer, and that's just not how it works. I want to get your thoughts on some of the feedback that we're getting. Oh, yeah, they'll go eight and four, nine and three, maybe even ten and two. Was, was there a chemical spill in this water system I didn't hear about? Yes, basically. Jeez. Dude. I mean, I mean, unless Mississippi State has been recruiting in the top 15 the last four years and the coaching staff's been together for two or three years, I don't – I mean, look, <clears throat> first of all, the situation, right? I mean, you, you, you are coming in after a legendary coach. Um, and, and fans still have Dak Prescott in the back of their head. Sure. Right? And, and, you know, and Dan's not – Prescott's not walking through that door. Dak isn't walking through that door. Um, and, and then you look at – and Dan's a good, Dan's the greatest head coach in Mississippi State history, right? True, he is, and he averaged seven seven point what seven point one wins. I think that's about right. Season. Yeah, right. And, and won five games his first year. I have to tell you about this game changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z Biotics. Let's face it: after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends, over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Mike averaged, you know, um, Mike's only there three years, averaged six wins uh, a year and won four games uh, in, in 2020, uh, albeit that was a messed up year for, for sure. sports and football. Uh, so to, to have a brand new head coach with an entirely new staff, one of the youngest staffs in the country, win nine games when Dan Mullen and Mike Leach won nine games combined their first year, I'd say that's maybe over the skis, just a, just a skosh, okay? He's still a bottom four recruiter, uh, bottom five recruiter in the SEC. Got a whole new staff. You have a whole new staff that's taken over for 
a legendary coach, you know, the timing of all that. I mean, in the middle of December. I mean, seriously, if you had 365 days and you said, when is the worst possible day for something bad to happen to your head coach? It was literally the day he died, I think. I mean, it's just, just the timing was horrible. So uh, I, I would venture to guess the Las Vegas total on Mississippi State will probably be five and a half, six, mm-hmm. maybe six and a half wins. Um, you know, it, it's and – I, and I think the biggest uphill battle is going to be offensively, not because of the change, uh, but because of the lack of explosiveness. This, this was a bottom 10 offense in – uh, running and passing explosiveness in college football last year. Which is insane people, how they won right. as many games as they did. It, yeah, it, 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 it is. Because um, yeah, offensively, the efficiency wasn't there. The explosive scoring and the, the explosive plays was something I was working on with Schumann at Georgia uh, right before because we were focused on TCU because TCU uh, scored 54% of all of their points last year. 54% of all of their points came on 37 explosive plays for the entire season, wow. right? And, and so we were looking at, okay, so what, what are we looking at to try to inhibit the offense? And so on the flip side, you had somebody like Mississippi State that didn't have – that. I don't think they had seven explosive plays all year. I mean, the, expl- the explosive ratio was, was really, really bad. So I, I think the difficulty is – not only a little, is a new offense, but rewiring everybody because there was just absolutely no explosion mm-hmm. whatsoever on the offense. So I think that's going to take some time. Then you have all these other factors. So I, I, I would not, I would not set my. I mean, if you got to eight wins, if you got to nine, win, nine wins in year one at Mississippi State, oh my God, that would be so fantastic. But personally, look, I've been doing this long enough with you. I'm a little bit of a state fan. Right, I mean, I I got my hat, I got my gear. Uh, I do love state, but I'm going to keep my expectations in this situation low and be happy if they knock it out of the park. But I think you got to keep it real based on everything that is that is churning with this, uh, especially in the SEC, man. Well, in the SEC, it's just tough. If, you know, if he went seven and five and beat Ole Miss, uh, people should run down the street. You know. And, and and throw a parade. You're right. I mean, you, you, don't you have to give Arnett some time to develop as a head coach? I, I think you, yeah, I think you, I think you got to give a lot of guys time, right? I, I had this question yesterday about Mike Norvell. What did we think of him coming in? And I thought it was the best G5 hire on paper, right? The first two years was a struggle, a flat struggle, and this is a top three recruiter in the entire conference. And finally, year three, it clicked. I, I always have the, the rule of thumb for us here from a data standpoint is four years. Try to be patient for four years. Now, if there's no improvement, you know, if you don't, if you go four and eight and then four and eight, I'm like, okay, great. A great example of just absolutely swimming in dog crap for three straight years. Ed Orgeron at Ole Miss. Right. Okay. Those were three, those three years were almost the same identical garbage for three consecutive years. It was amazingly, awfully consistent, okay? But, and so I get and understand getting rid of something like that. But I still say you got to give, you know, whether it's Zach or anybody else, we're looking at four-year window. Are we improving? And I know people, look, it's an instant oatmeal, drive-through, microwave society. We want things. We want nine and – we want to go nine and three in six games, right? We, you know, we, we want to win a lot. We want to win now. 
And college football is actually the opposite of that. It is so hard to even consistently win at any program. So whether it's Zach or a new coach anywhere, it doesn't matter really where it's at. Understand the situation, but most of all, be patient and celebrate when good things happen. I'm a storm the field guy. You know that. You win, you storm the field. Don't act like you've been there because in college football, you never know when you're going to be back.